Welcome to day 46 of The New Way. We are continuing to explore Jesus' encounter with the woman at the well. I'll reread John 4, 19-26. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is Spirit, and His worshipers must worship in the Spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When He comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. My Papa White, my great-grandfather, was born on August 8, 1880. By the time I was born, the 8th of August, had become the standard date for the White family reunion. No one called it Papa's birthday. They just called it the 8th of August, sort of like people would say the 4th of July. I remember being in elementary school and was so shocked to learn that my friends didn't share that holiday. I incredulously questioned, you mean you don't have an 8th of August? To which one friend disdainfully replied, Yes, stupid, we have an 8th of August. We just don't celebrate it the way you do. What strange people! You see, sometimes we get caught up in traditions that keep us from seeing truth. Like little children, we quarrel and fuss about how to worship or which way is right or wrong. Jesus just set those things aside and went on to focus on the truth that she needed so desperately to hear. In this passage, Jesus shows that regardless of your past religious beliefs or practices, all may come to God who seek him in spirit and in truth. Now we'll continue the story by reading John 4, 27 through 34. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want? Or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, come, See a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? 
they came out of the town and made their way toward him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, Could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. I'm glad John recorded these details about the disciples not understanding Jesus. I'm often confused about what God is up to. Sometimes I'm headed one direction and everything feels so right. Then BAM! The door closes and slams tightly shut. These disciples had hiked several miles to the nearest McDonald's and hurried back so the fries wouldn't get cold. But Jesus had something else on his mind. If we are going to follow Jesus, then we've got to be careful that we don't just start assuming that we know what God wants. The disciples were hungry. They wanted lunch. So they assumed that Jesus wanted the same thing. So away they went intent on pleasing him. How surprised we are when our assumptions turn out to not be true. Why are we so often surprised? I think we forget that he is king of the universe and Lord over all creation. His thoughts and plans are so much greater and higher than ours. We won't always understand his plans but we can trust that he is love and truth and knows what is best for us. He is the one in charge and nothing surprises him. Our job is obedience. That reminds me of an old, old hymn called Trust and Obey. One line says, Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. In his service, Dale.